Welcome to the process. Uh, so this will be our first episode starting out. I'm excited. I got the famous Carlos Hidalgo, Carlito, on here. I'm going to let him go ahead and explain why we are calling it the process and we will get this show on the road. So Carlito, go ahead, my friend. Why are we calling this podcast the process? Awesome. Well, uh, first, if you're if you're listening to this, we appreciate you listening, and and hopefully this this helps you out in some way, shape, or form, or it's entertainment, or you enjoy it. Um, but reason why, you know, Colty and I are calling this the process is Colty and I are just some ambitious young <laughs> individuals that are just looking to accomplish things in life. We're involved in in a direct sales type of business. Um, and just something that we've noticed in 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 our business and what we're doing is that you know there's a there's a fun journey to everything that we do and everything that we learn and 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 nothing happens overnight everything is in some way shape or form a a process everything that that you do in life whenever you're learning anything it's it's not just something that boom you just pick it up right you know right off the gate everything has its its own process and and we believe that that people that choose to to trust the process and see things through all the way out to the end are going to succeed at at whatever it is that that we do and you know we're currently in the process of of building our businesses building our lives and we're really enjoying it so we're we're just excited to share with people that what that process looks like what it is that that we've learned what is it that we're in the process of learning and you know hopefully people can take something from it 100% 100% I'm really cool to see and I'm going to let Carlos tell a little bit about his life story before I do that man uh, so just so you know a little bit about Carlos he's a huge mentor in my life I, I love him to death uh, great to be introduced to this business because of him um, but right now his organization is killing it he's bringing about $250,000 a week not a year a week um, into his organization right now he gets to live a life that most of us um, have not ever experienced and it's really cool to see um, but not only is he doing that, he's still working his ass off every single day because he's just not satisfied where he's currently at. And I absolutely love that. Carlos, how old are you? 28. 28 years old. So 28 years old, uh, $250,000 a week. I say it's not too bad, not too shabby. Uh, but, but in saying that, tell us the, the process of how you got there, the process from whenever you first started to, to where you're at now um, growing up. Give us a story, man. Yeah, of course. Um, so I... I... I think my personal growth or my my story, my journey to to chasing some form of success or purpose in life probably started when I was, you know, around 18, 19 years old. Um, I got introduced to some mentors through a network marketing business and, you know, they were really big on on pushing people towards personal growth, reading success oriented books and and I think for to some extent everyone's got got that like yearn inside of them to like want more out of life or everyone watches, you know, like a superhero movie and they're like, they want to be the hero. I think everyone to some extent has that. And when I was 18, 19 years old, I started getting around people that were doing well in life, you know, had good marriages, had money, were just enjoying their life better than, than what I had seen other people um, when I looked around me. And I started reading personal growth books like Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, master key to riches, go for no, slide edge. And I started to, to, to learn that you are where you are in life because of the way that you think and your thought process is, is an accumulation of, of the things that you read, the things that you listen, the things that you speak, the people that, that you surround yourself with. And I remember 
you know, reading that stuff and starting to put things together and, and really starting to believe this idea that like, man, I can really probably control where it is that I end up in life if I just control my thought process, if I control the things that that I listen to, the things that I read, the people that I associate with, the what I speak into existence, I could probably really control where I end up in life. And I started to get really obsessed with with personal growth, started to get really obsessed with, with reading uh, every single day a lot. And I remember reading Rich Dad Poor Dad. It was in, I was in my second semester of, of college at Wright State University, um, deciding between, you know, maybe going into law school, but I was told there's no such thing as a stupid lawyer. So I didn't think I was actually going to do that. I had graduated <laughs> high school with a 1.9 GPA. So very unlikely that I was going to, you know, go into law school. Um, so I was deciding between personal, sorry, sorry, no personal, yeah, personal training, something in, in the fitness industry. Um, uh, but read that book, rich that poor dad second semester ended up dropping out of dropping out of college. Um, cause it just wasn't, it didn't make any sense to me from what I was reading in, in the books. So and when I looked at people that had the life that I wanted, um, they were not recommending college. So I said, screw it. Um, three years go by. I'm like 21 years old, 20 years old. Um, still nothing to show for it. I'm working at the airport, grinding it out at the airport, working as much as I possibly can, making little to no money. It felt like volunteer work. Um, my brother had gotten involved in, in a different direct sales business that, that we're currently still involved with now. Um, had some good success in it. He got the opportunity to, to open up his own office in, in Waterloo, Iowa. And the business model made sense to me. One of Robert Kiyosaki's book, the, the Business of the 21st Century, actually talked about businesses like it and how you need to get in businesses, indirect sales businesses like the one that, that we're in, where you're learning you know, how to teach and train people. You're learning how to do sales. You're learning how to manage, motivate, inspire, lead people. Um, and, and, and that paid out the way that, that our business model pays out. So the business model made sense. I asked Raf if I could go work with him when, when he was opening up his office out in Waterloo, Iowa. So I went out with him, um, start to help to help him open up that office. Uh, we did not do that well. I didn't do that well. I was not good at talking to people. I was not good at interacting with people, doing sales, any of that. Um, took me a couple of months to, to really get it down. We're in Iowa for about nine months, I think. And then we, we move out to Toledo, Ohio, um, to try and get closer back, back to home. Cause we're from Dayton, Dayton, Ohio. And while we're in Toledo, Ohio, we have a little bit of a rocky start, but like two, three months into it, we start to, to, to hire on some, some really good, uh, individuals, some quality people and things start to, to really pick up there, um, you know, in our industry, we we started competing with some of the some of the best, and in in just little Toledo, Ohio, we get to like twenty sales representatives, and you know, I remember Roth and I just kind of having the time of our lives with 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 some of the guys there, and and both of us each get to eighty ninety grand saved in the bank, and we're twenty two years old, so you know, imagine being a twenty two year old having almost a hundred thousand dollars saved in the bank. You you start to get you start to think that you're all that in a bag of chips. Um, and that definitely happened a little bit, I believe, but we, we get the opportunity to, to come out to, to Dallas, Texas. And, you know, I had wanted to move to somewhere where there was, where I was near a bunch of Hispanics cause I love mi gente. Um, <laughs> um, I just want, I just love the, the Spanish community, but I, so I wanted to come out to Dallas. We get the opportunity to come out to Dallas and, and, and I thought it was going to be the exact same thing. I thought we were going to absolutely 
absolutely crushed it in our business. And, you know, I go from having eighty, ninety thousand dollars saved in the bank. I dropped down all the way down to like two hundred bucks um, is the lowest I believe that that I got to. And it was an absolutely horrible experience losing all that money. But um, thankfully, through some of the mentors in the business and thankfully, thanks to, to my brother, um, you know, we had some really good conversations. Him and I really worked things out and, and we just had this. We were both committed to making sure that that our businesses did well and that we made it out of it. And, and you know, thankfully, we had good people on our team that that they wanted to see us, us succeed and we wanted to see them succeed. So we just all worked really hard together, turned it around. And, and since then, you know, there's been, you know, small little hiccups, small little upsets. But for the most part, it's been good, 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 even through COVID. And, and now the the organization, I guess, that I technically oversee is, you know, right around 30, 30 managers with roughly 300 or so, you know, sales representatives through throughout the country. And, you know, that's where that 250,000 weekly in, in, in gross revenue is, is coming from. And, you know, my brother and I both got promoted to, to what's called a national consultant inside of our business, which is, you know, one of the high, higher levels that, that you can get to in our industry. So yeah, it's been an exciting time, uh, an exciting life. It feels like I still feel like I'm 19 years old, just excited about the fact that I realized that, that I could be successful, that if I just keep controlling what's going into my head, uh, and I'm enjoying every little bit of my journey of, of all, everything that we're learning, whether it comes to, to team building, growing a bigger organization. I recently started kickboxing, recently started losing some weight and everything's been, everything's been a, a bit of a process and I'm just really enjoying learning and, and getting better at everything that, that, that we attack. Even this, this podcast, I know it's going to be really exciting looking back a year from now, you For know, sure. how much better it is that we've gotten. Cause I know. We suck at this. There's no way that we're going to be good at this right off the bat. Absolutely no way. And and the more and more that we've looked at other businesses, the more and more that I've paid attention to, you know, what differentiates people that do well and people that don't. People that do well, they all suck when they start. They just continue to keep at it and they just stay consistent and they get better. And I'm excited that that I know you're an individual like that and we're 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 going to do that um together. So it should be fun. 100% so. it's going to be a blast. Yeah, and yeah. I want I want everyone to understand too. Um, the Carlos that you see now, uh, I heard this story and I, I know it's true. I want him to tell it because he tells it better. It's a, This guy could not stand in the Chipotle line if there was too many people in the store. He'd have to walk out and leave the store, right? Just You want to elaborate on that? And that was, what? how, how old were you whenever that was happening? That was when I was 17, 18 years old. I was in high school, graduating high school. But yeah. So you're 10 um, Ten years ago, you couldn't even stand in line, and now you're you talking to people every single day and running a podcast. Yeah, and that's it's so interesting to to look back and think of it from that perspective. Um, but yeah, when I was when I was younger, I was that kid in high school that would, you know, go to go to school in lunch class. I would, you know, lunch, during the lunch period, I would sit by myself. I would get up from lunch early, go to the bathroom just to waste time until lunch period was over just because I, I I didn't really have any friends and I was not a social butterfly. I had social anxiety. <laughs> uh, I couldn't be in big social settings. It would make me nervous. I remember my face would constantly get red all the time. And and there was multiple different situations where something like what you mentioned happened. But I love Chipotle. So that's kind of why this, this story, uh, the story gets told a lot that I, I go. I used to eat Chipotle almost every single day. But when I was younger, 
I would walk into Chipotle. This is before DoorDash. So I had to walk into, into Chipotle. And if there was a big line, I would get in line. Social anxiety would creep in. You know, I would think that people are watching me, critiquing me, you know, whatever happens when you, you have that social anxiety. And then I would walk out, drive around my car, wait for the line to, to die down, come back, go through the line, order my food, then never eat it inside, leave and eat in my car, take it home and eat. And what's, what's helped me, you know, get through that and not be that, that individual. Cause no one wants to be that person. Um, no one feels, right. feels good about being that individual. Um, without a doubt, what's helped me out is all the, the personal growth, the reading, the listening, the speaking things into existing and existence, the getting around the, the right individual, all of that has attributed to fixing that or improving that. For sure. I'm sure. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a good amount a good amount uh about me i know how old are you now i just turned 25 just turned 25 man i still yes. feel like we're we're younger than that i feel younger <laughs> than that um but yeah how 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 old was i when you got involved i think i was 24 you're 24 i was 20 i, I turned 21 in in the office in alpha league turned 21 yeah so i was around 24 25 when 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 you got involved um so yeah colty you've been in the business now for for four-ish five-ish years um you've right. seen a lot of success way faster than than my brother and i have seen and and the path that you're on um you're you're roughly doing a hundred thousand dollars a week in 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 revenue and the coolest thing about that is not maybe necessarily the revenue but some of the people that on that are on your crew the way that right. they think the way that they work that's probably one of the most impressive things um, about you, which is kind of hard to to put on paper and it's hard to articulate. Um, but the people that that you have coming on behind you is what's really impressive, um, especially at such a young age, because um, you started attracting these people earlier on in your life. So, I guess if you could give everyone a intro of you know where you were before you you got in the business, because you got the complete opposite story of me. You were not. <laughs> You were not. You did not have any type of social anxiety. So I guess tell us a little I, I, bit about your past and. I I was definitely. I did not have any social anxiety. Uh, I was the social butterfly. Um, I definitely talked to every single person that had a mouth and can talk back. Um, sometimes I would just talk to a tree because I love talking too much. Um, but but growing up, it, it I grew up in the middle of nowhere. Um, so when I say the middle of nowhere, I mean like I had to open three gates just to get to my house. Uh, driveway was a mile long. Um, so literally the, the middle of nowhere, uh, graduating class, extremely small. I always say it's called Peaster, Texas. Um, so those of y'all that live in Texas or know anything about Texas, you probably don't know where Peaster is at. Uh, I think there was, at the time when I was there, there was Still two know. stores. Uh, one was called Peaster General, and that was basically everything with their gas station. I think there's a dry cleaners there as well. Um, and that was it. So <clears throat> definitely a huge transition from Peaster to Miami. But from there, I actually went and played college basketball. Um, I played college basketball at East Texas Baptist University. Um, I graduated from there with a four-year degree in two years. Um, so I got in. I got injured uh, during my first year. And I was like, man, I want to get out of college as soon as possible. So I got my degree. I left. I doubled up on hours and got out as soon as possible. And then I went and became a professional scuba diver. 
So I did not use my degree as all, at all as a Bachelor of Business Management with a focus in finance. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do with that degree? I'm going to be a scuba diver. Uh, so I went and became a professional scuba diver. I lived in a glorified tent, a pop-up camper. Um, so literally, um, if you know what a pop-up camper is, it has a hard roof and a hard bottom and tent walls. So it was literally a glorified tent, um, but it was life, man. I uh, had a completely different look at that point too. I had hair I could almost I could I could put in a ponytail, and I had a full beard. Um, so completely different. And my job was to scuba dive every single day. And if it was too rough to dive, I would go surfing. Um, so that was what I did every single day. And my suit at that time was literally just a bathing suit and flip-flops. Now my suit's a suit and tie. Um, I went from there, um, sold everything, and I actually went back to Texas after that job. And that's when I found this industry. That's when I actually met um, the Carlos Hidalgo, Carlito, um, and Rafi Taffy, Rafael Hidalgo as well. Um, and they've been great mentors in my life. And it was a huge transition for me at that point. And when I first started in the business, I was not the guy that you see today. I, I was definitely, um, I enjoyed dancing. I enjoyed going out. Um, so I would go dancing quite a bit. And I would go out um, like four times a week. Um, and that was that was me. Uh, so I was definitely had to grow up a lot in this business. Like I said, I turned 21 whenever I was working at this job. So uh, a big transition for me. And then I was blessed with the opportunity to have uh, those uh, Carlos and Raph as mentors as well as Isaiah. And then I got promoted out to Fort Myers, Florida, um, opened my first office in Fort Myers. I ran that office for um, a couple years. Um, during COVID, I opened up and then COVID happened. So that was fun. Um, and then uh, when running that office, I got the chance and the opportunity to go to Miami. So I opened up my next office in Miami, Florida. Uh, that was probably the first hardest three months of my life, to be honest with you. There was times when I was sleeping in a car. Um, I lost about 60K in three months. Um, so when I say sleeping in the car, it wasn't because I didn't have a place to stay. I was just driving back and forth from Fort Myers in Miami so much that I'd get so tired that I had to pull over and literally go to sleep in the car. Um, so, um, that was what I was doing. And in Miami was a huge challenge for me. And then we, we finally got some momentum going, got an amazing crew. And that's why I'm blessed to have some people like Corey Gomez, Evelise Roca, um, Mijo, Christo, some, uh, Spencer, all the people, CJ, Christopher Clifton, all the people in my organization right now that are absolutely killing it. Um, so really cool to see and we went from there to now doing 100k a week in revenue and um, just started from a small town of Fort Myers and, and grew from there um, and I'm blessed to be able to have the mentorship that I have and it's been a, a journey that's just now beginning and I can't wait to see where it goes and that's part of that process like we're doing here yeah and I um, one thing that that I've heard you talk about before that I think would be cool to hear is you started what's the city P Peaster. Peaster. Easter with a P. Yeah. Okay. Peaster. Peaster, Texas. How far of a drive was that from where the office was at in Arlington? So if I left before traffic, it was an hour. Now, if I left <laughs> whenever traffic hit, it was a solid hour and a half, hour 45 in the morning. And now that <laughs> that's a lot. Um, I guess what made you drive that hour and what did you do that, that hour and how much would you say you would, you know, how helpful was that drive, would you say for you? 
Yeah, for sure. So, um, I'm, like when I first got interested in the business, one thing that you talked about a lot that changed my life as well, the reason why I was able to grow up was the personal growth. So I know uh, y'all both said, hey, you need to start listening to audiobooks every single day. And instead of questioning my mentors or questioning someone that's trying to help me, I was like, okay, um, I got an hour drive anyway, so I got nothing better to do. So literally for an hour every single morning um, on the way there and on the way back. So two hours a day, I'm listening to an audiobook. I remember I would go into the office and be like, ref, Carlos, I finished another one. What, what's the next book I need to read? What's the next book I need to read? And I was just absorbing as much information as possible. And the reason why is because you have what I wanted, right? You had the success. You had the stuff that I, I wanted to get to. And I had never had someone to be able that was willing to pour into me that had those things. And so as soon as I got something that was tangible and someone that was achieving more and a, a vision I could attach to, I wasn't going to question their mentorship. I was like, you told me to read? Okay, I'm going to take it tenfold. I'm going to read more. I'm going to challenge you on your reading. Um, and so I started first with just um, with just audiobooks, and then I went from there to actually reading every single day as well. And I've continued that habit for the past four years now. I, I read and listen to audiobooks literally every single day. Yeah, and everyone gets recommended that, but you were 20, 21 years old and, and looking back, Am I frozen on your screen? I'll keep going. Um, <laughs> looking back, you know, without a doubt, um, the very few people choose to 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 do that, to listen and read that hour or listen to to something for that for that hour. But I know for me, when I look back, that's been one of the the biggest things that's that's helped me, and it's something that's so easy to do and so easy not to do. But like, if you do it every single day. You know, you're not going to notice the differences right away, but right, you're going to notice it eventually. You know, it's just like brushing your teeth. When you brush your teeth, you know, you can brush it twice a day, every single day. You never notice when your teeth, you know, get white, when exactly they get clean. But eventually they're going to eventually they're going to be white, Um, you know, and looking right. back at, at Colty now, you know, I don't know when he turned into a stud. You know, there's no exact time to that that determines or that dictates like, hey, on this day. Colton became stuck. <laughs> it's like every single day he was turning himself into an animal, into into a stud, into into the the leader that 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 he is today. So I think that's a cool part of your story that that I love telling to other people because a lot of people, you know, they just want to do the one the one thing right then and there that'll give them the success, and they don't realize it's they need to become someone, yeah. and that you becoming someone is an everyday thing. Hundred percent, and. Uh, part of it just is just a consistency behind it because I have people all telling me, hey, you should read, you should read, you should read. And they actually start and they finish one book and then don't read again. I'm like, that's not how it works. You have to continually pour into yourself every day. And I, it's something, just like you said, it's easy to do. It's people just don't take the time and consideration to actually invest into themselves. And until you make that investment to yourself, your income's going to stay the exact same because the biggest investment you have in your life is yourself. Um, and I'm blessed to have y'all two as mentors and we appreciate it. So thank you. We're blessed to have you, man. And I've said it before, but, you know, Colton, McSpadden, some other people are some of the, the biggest motivators for me. I guess this is just a random topic. Um, but like getting around getting around the right people that, that are pushing for, for more out of life is one of the most beneficial things that, that you can do. Uh, you know, Colton and I have been talking a lot lately and without a doubt, you know, I'm, I feel, I feel inspired 
to to do more. I don't want to say motivated because I'm like I'm motivated to do more, but I just feel like this <laughs> the sense of accountability when I talk to Colton. I know he's doing things. I know he's pushing for for more out of life, and I think to myself, "Fuck, I need to do I need to do more in life. I need to keep going. I'm not done yet. The more and more that I get around my brother, the more and more that I'm like, "Fuck, I need to do more. I need to read more. I need to listen more. I need to." get more shit done like i need to be to, to become a better leader um right so and that's all part of you know it's all one big one big process we're all working towards being a better version of ourselves 100 percent, 100 percent. i look forward to this process to start on this podcast and we appreciate you all for listening in today and that is all for the end of episode one for the process see you on next friday see you guys next week bye-bye